Hey, this is Charlie Starr from Blackberry Smoke, and you're listening to Iron City Rock. Hey, y'all, what's up? This is Chris Robertson from Blackstone Tree, and you're listening to Iron City Rock. How you doing, everybody? This is Bobby Ingram from the group Molly Hatchet, and you're listening to Iron City Rock. Hell yeah! Oh! Welcome to episode 425 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, John, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, bringing you the best rock, hard rock, and heavy metal music on the net. Episode 425, we are joined somehow amazingly for the first time by Bobby Ingram of the band Molly Hatchet. Uh, it boggles my mind with the uh, guests we've had over the years, uh, especially, uh, you know, a big fan of Southern rock myself that uh, Molly Hatchet hasn't made it onto the show sooner. But uh, with a little bit of a red face, I uh, was delighted to get a chance to talk to Bobby. They've got a new album coming out uh, late December on the 29th from SPV Steam Hammer. The album is called Battleground. Uh, Battleground is a live album, but uh, the cool thing about it, it's got a lot of songs on it that... Um, maybe a little bit different they're not just you know the canned greatest hits package from molly hatchet so if you're you know a fan of the band this is going to be a tasty one for you so i'm not going to go into too much detail we're going to let bobby talk about it because obviously he knows a hell of a lot more about it than i do we're going to play you a little taste of that album this is a, a little bit of whiskey man you know obviously a timeless molly hatchet classic we'll get into that interview and also uh want to let you know that they will be coming to jurgles in warrendale on the 20th of november going to be doing a set here in the berg been a little while since I've been to town. Uh, kind of nice way to get into the Thanksgiving spirit, see Molly Hatchet, and kind of coast into the week leading up to Thanksgiving. And you don't have to worry about the roads being too bad yet here in Western PA. So, without further ado, a little bit of Whiskey Man. Y'all ready for some Whiskey Man? Come on, man!
right, ladies and gentlemen, my pleasure to welcome to Iron City Rocks. We have on the line from Molly Hatchet, the man, Bobby Ingram. How you doing, Bobby? John, how are you doing, man? I am doing wonderful. It's hard to believe we've been doing this show now for 10-plus years, and this is the first time we've had an opportunity to speak with you guys. Uh, you're going to be rolling into town doing a show on the 20th of November, Jerkles. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Um, you guys are, are releasing a new live album uh, coming out here in a couple of weeks, Battleground, uh, end of the month, if I'm not mistaken. Can you talk a little bit about that, the recording of that? Who, who's the personnel on that album? Yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, well, listen, thank you for having me on the show. Um, and let's don't wait another 10 years. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, do, uh, let's, let's do some more stuff on it. Um, but uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. I've heard you uh, actually in the tour bus in, in, uh, in passing, you know, and on the, on the uh, Internet and stuff. And um, awesome. it's nice to talk with you, and thank you for having me on today. Um, we have Battleground. It's coming out November 29th. It's on SPV. This album actually is five years in the making, and everybody says, well, how do you do all that? <laughs> well, five years ago, we started recording, um, and we are in our four, fourth decade. I want to say it's our 40th anniversary tour still because it's been going on for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually the 42nd year from the from the uh, you know first album going into the 42nd year. So um, we recorded this over in Switzerland and in Germany, and uh, we were in uh, in production over here in the United States uh, during the 40th anniversary tour, and we wanted to put a record together. The first um, inception of it with um, a song from all of the generations of the group. It's it's a walk through history. It's a walk through, you know, the relevant history today, all the way back uh, from the very first record in 1978. So, and I think we were able to capture that uh, beyond our expectations. We did. Uh, Jimmy Elkins is appearing on the um, on the live album. And, okay. um, of course, everybody knows that if, if they know about the group, any that Phil McCormick had just recently passed away. Sure. And also during the production of the record, um, Dave Lubeck had uh, passed away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So this has been an ongoing thing for about five years. And, um, and we're very proud of it. We're proud that we're able to put this, this album together. And I got to tell you, man, we're, <laughs> We're, uh, we're we're proud of every scar and every mile traveled. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's been, I mean, honestly, when you look at the band's history, it's been it's been kind of a tough road. Uh, you know, with personnel, you guys you mentioned Phil's passing, and sadly, there's kind of a long list of, of, of brothers that have you know gone too soon. Um, you know, it's, but it's great to see. You know, you guys are still carrying on. You know, the music, the tradition of of the band. Um, when I know Jimmy was doing some, some filling in for Phil, you know, when he was having some health problems. Um, but you know, between Phil's voice and obviously, you know, Bobby's voice, um, you were really going out and and having to find a unique sounding singer. Was it, how how did you go about that process or did you know him? I'm sorry, Danny, when I said the singer, I know Bobby. Well, yeah, Danny passed away in 2005, mm-hmm. and uh, Phil came in uh, during that time. And we started out uh, recording and, and touring, uh, oh, my goodness, uh, Devil's Canyon way back when. And mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> we continued on, and uh, 
we did a lot of shows here in the south southeastern part of the U.S. And Jimmy was a a uh, friend of the whole band. We all knew him, and uh, right. he his group had opened up for Hatchet many times. So that's how okay. we first first met. Was it something that you know when you listen to the voices? Though I mean, he's got. You know, there's a very distinct sound. I mean, when you hear the Inflatement Disaster and Whiskey Man, there's a certain, I don't even know how to describe it, almost like a nasally thing to, to Danny's voice, um, you know, that Phil had as well. And, and I hear that now. I mean, is that just luck or is it? Is there something that maybe they do consciously, subconsciously to kind of blend that sound of singing. <laughs> you know, no, no, nothing, nothing is made to, to be, nothing's contrived. Nothing's, mm-hmm. nothing's like Jimmy's not in the band because he sounds like, mm-hmm. um, you know, Danny or he sounds like Phil. Jimmy mm-hmm. sounds like Jimmy. He just happens to sound like mm-hmm. previous singers in the group. And it's so ironic, right. you know, it's like he's from Florida. We're from Florida. Maybe it's something in the water down here. I yeah. don't know. Maybe it's something in the grits, you know. Maybe it, maybe it's something in the fried okra. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. But I, I think the common bond is. I think it's all in our genes. It's all in yeah. our Southern rock heritage. And down here, Jimmy's from you know, like I said, uh, you know, Central Florida near the Orlando area. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know his his voice when I first heard it. It sounded like just a natural. Like this should happen, you know. It sounded yeah. like the logical place to go. And yeah. when we started, um, you know, doing some live shows, I, I liked it more and more and more. And we recorded, and uh, there you have it. We've got Battleground. It's a double yeah. CD that's coming out. Uh, it's coming out, uh, I think, in Europe, uh, November 29th, and over here a couple weeks later in the U.S. <clears throat> We're very, very happy about this record. It's a triple LP for all the LP vinyl collectors out there. And uh, it's a double CD. So it's covered a lot of ground. And a lot of the album, almost 50% of it or more about that, is unreleased uh, songs that we we have never done these songs live on any record. So we're pretty happy about that also. Special for the deep fans, you know. I, I think... You know, obviously, anybody who owns a radio in America knows, you know, a handful of, of, you know, your mega hits, you know, especially anybody who's into, you know, classic rock or album-oriented rock. But, you know, it's great to see a band put songs out of the norm. You know, I think anybody who's ever gone to see Kiss, for example, gets a little tired of the same 13 songs every night. Um, yeah. You know, and, you know, and this is, this is pretty, uh, John, I, w- I wanted to tell you, you know, how we actually came up with the list of songs. It wasn't the band. It wasn't me. It wasn't any of the members or uh, it wasn't our management or it wasn't any. It was the people. It was our friends. It was our fan base um, that came up with the songs that they wanted to hear on this album. Um, And we did it. We said, well, you know, I'm going to go with that because, you know, um, you know, it felt great to us in, in, in that direction also. So with getting yeah. Jimmy and, you know, listening really closely to our, our, our fan base and our friends, mm-hmm. you know, that's how we that's how we came up with the songs for this. And that's been a like I said, it's a forty year, four decade uh walk through history. Bobby, when you look at you know, when when you listen to your band, you, you guys I know we'll get lumped in with Skinner and you know, any you know, anybody under the umbrella of Southern Rock, but you know, when I listen to a lot of your stuff it reminds me of 
you know, kind of the Ricky Medlock, Blackfoot. You know, you've got a little, I don't want to say a little metal in there, but there is a harder edge to your sound. Was that something that you brought in with your influences or, or was that I, I maybe that, just I naturally the how the direction always, went? Yeah, well, the band's already always been from the very beginning um, mm-hmm. a little harder edged, you know, than, than, than quote unquote the Southern sound. It's been right. harder edged Southern rock. It's been hard Southern rock, you know. And like when Danny and I started out before Molly Hatchet, we had a group called Rum Creek, and that band was a little harder edged. So I guess it's just naturally evolved. I guess when I came into the group in the late 80s or whenever it was, 87, I think I was asking 86, but I actually started touring in 87. Mm-hmm. When that when that occurred, you know, I mean, I... I, I didn't want to turn anything down. I didn't want sure. to turn my amp off or down. You know, sure. I just played the way I played. And I like to crank it up. I like to feel my kneecaps rattle. And I like to southern rock and roll. And yeah. that that feeling, for some reason, has just gone crazy over in Europe. I mean, we're yeah. absolutely, that's our home away from home over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big fan base in Germany and all over, you know, Western Euro- uh, Europe and the UK um, and the Pacific Rim now, we have been brought in, you know, thank goodness, to this, like, heavy metal, hard rock, heavy metal, hard rock yeah. uh, genre that's over there. And they've embraced the band for, like, two and a half decades now since the Devil's Canyon record. And we couldn't be any more honored, man, you know, because, I mean, we're doing big festivals over there now in the summer times. And, you know, there's a lot of hard-edged bands over there. We love it. So to be brought into that circle there and that that mode or that feeling of Southern Rock that we're delivering, being picked up in different continents, Mm -hmm. that's that's where we want to be, you know, And, and we're getting the music out. Like you're saying, there's been a lot of member changes through the years. There's been a lot of, um, you know, uh, different dynamics in the band that have changed. Mm-hmm. But our fan base now over there and still here, our core veteran fans in the United States have stuck with the group. You know, there's a few naysayers. So sure. be it. Every band, every band has that. But I think what's more important than any of the criticism is to keep the music alive, to keep yeah. that legacy keep the spirit and keep the tradition alive and well keep it out there on the road keep it recording like we are with battleground like we are coming up in the next year we have a new studio record getting ready to happen so i think that's the most important thing yeah and and i I have to say and i this probably predated even you in the band but whomever decided you know instead of putting guys in jeans on the cover of albums and, and approach the artwork of your album covers really was brilliant um you know because you guys i think almost get into that um you know eddie and iron maiden sort of ability to market yourselves you know you guys weren't about what you looked like it was just damn that's a cool album cover and those are nine kick-ass songs you know instead of you know plastering your faces and you know being poster boys um you know molly hatchet is molly hatchet it's Mm -hmm. it's um like Socrates, right? It's like the whole thing is bigger than the, the some of the parts are bigger than the individual. I'm just saying, ev- everything with with Molly Hatchet 
is the sound. It's not the individualism of the group. And it's becoming more that as generations go by. Mm -hmm. The artwork was done first by Frank Frazetta uh, in the in the very first days, and he did uh, two or three of them. I think Boris did a few, and Ezra Tucker. But our mainstay, our primary artist now, is Paul Raymond Gregory, and he's out of London. He's done stuff for, in the, on the Lord of the Rings uh, mm -hmm. series. He's done uh, Saxon's record. Uh, he's done Motorhead. Um, Oh, my goodness, and the list goes on and on. And he's done about eight or ten Molly Hatchet albums. And these albums aren't – they're not uh, painted before the album is done. <clears throat> they're painted while the production of the record is going on. And that, to me, is a special thing. It's not on the streets. It's not out there until the album's done. So with Battleground – and everybody says, well, how, how does he know? What's I tell him, I tell Paul, my dear friend Paul, Paul Raymond Gregory, and you can look him up online, uh, Paul Raymond Gregory out of, uh, out of London, um, England, Studio 54 over there in the U.K. You know, we talk a couple couple times on the phone. I'll tell him what my concept is for the record, you know, where right. I'm headed, what the feeling is, you know, what I'm trying to translate, what I'm trying to get a, the point across where I'm leading, you know, the band and, and our fan base to the next mm -hmm. to the next place, you know, that we haven't been before. Then he'll then he'll take that. I won't talk to him again and I start getting here's the album cover. You know, mm -hmm. and it's amazing. It's like it's and so that formula has worked beautifully since Devil's Canyon forward and um and we we want to continue and and I I don't want to put another album out unless he's on the, unless he's doing the artwork. Great guy, yeah. Paul Ray McGregory. Yeah, and it's a brilliant. I mean, you know, from a brand perspective, you know, I remember distinctly sitting in middle school more years ago than I'd like to remember seeing somebody with a Molly Hatchet t-shirt and it, you know, it's so instantly recognizable. You know, between the, you know, the name and you know what that conjures up, and then the artwork, you know, it really pulls you in. And, um, you mentioned, yeah, you, you know, know the you, banner. You, the banner says it all. You know, it, yeah. when you look at the banner, you think of the first album cover. When you look mm -hmm. at the banner, you think of this one that we just came out, that Battleground. You look at Devil's Canyon. You look at all the flirting with disaster. It's, everything kind of ties in with each other. You know, it, it, yeah. there's a big. Like you're saying, there's a there's a brand, there's a common yeah. unity that, that that we have been able to carry on that tradition of the brand, sure. and you know we're thankful to goodness above that we're able to do that still. Bobby, you mentioned uh, new music. Um, you are would this be with SPV, and do you have a, a kind of a target date in mind? It's going to be 2020. I don't know if it's going to be fall or winter, but it's going to be 2020. Okay. It might even be into no. I don't even want to say that late because we're getting ready to record it here soon in the next couple months. Mm. So it's going to be 2020. If not, it's not going to be but a few months later. But we're uh, we're moving ahead, and I signed a record deal a few years ago um, okay. that got back. Actually, we got back with SPV. Um, we there's been a there was a long time, almost 10 years since we put out you know an album. And, and it will be 10 years since from studio album from the Justice record in 2010 mm -hmm. to where this is going to be in 2020. 
But, you know, in a way, it's been good for us because there's been a lot of development that, have, that has happened. There's been a lot of life that we've lived. Like I said, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of scars, both personally yeah. in our lives and professionally with the band members. Sure. There's been a lot of road traveled. And with all of those stories and all of that feeling and everything, it's going to make a monster studio record because that's what we do. We write about truth, write about honesty, write about friendship, and we write about our U.S. military, period. Amen. Bobby, the songs that, that would comprise that, are they um, songs that I mean, you mentioned 10 years between studio albums? Are these songs that maybe span that entire period of time? Are these more recent compositions? No, these are more recent compositions, and there's a okay. few that do go back a few years. You know, mm. like I said, we've been doing recordings for a, a, a while, on sure. definitely five years for the live album. There's there's some songs that I wrote a while ago, not even really songs, you know, that, that just, like, hooks. I'm thinking, man, this has got to be on a record. This has got to go. This has got to go. This has got to go on a mm. record. And we haven't had the opportunity um, until now. So, right. That's where the writing is all coming in. It does go back. A lot of the feelings that I was just just uh, 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 just talking about, it goes back through all these you know roads traveled and the miles traveled. And, sure. Uh, so that's what makes the new album what it's going to be. And it's going to be a new album. It's going to be songs yeah. that you know you haven't heard before, and we don't play them live. Um, you know, it's sound checks. I work them up. So if he could sneak in the sound check, you know, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, when it's, um, when it's all said and done, man, it talks, it talks for itself and I don't have to talk about it. It'll, it'll speak for itself. Like the battleground record that's talking and it's talking in volume. And when you put it on, turn it up to 10, (laughs) you know, it's going to go up to 11 by itself. Bobby, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. You're going to be rolling in on the 20th uh, doing a show at Jurgles, Warndale, just north of the city of Pittsburgh, for anybody listening. Um, and, you know, we expect to be seeing you guys coming back around. It doesn't seem like uh, too many summers go by without uh, seeing Molly Hatchet in this neck of the woods. So we wish you all the best. John, thank you for you, man. Thank you for having me on the air. And uh, thank you for all your support through the years and the decades. All right, again, a big thank you to Bobby Ingram. They will be in Pittsburgh area in Warrendale at Jurgles, 20th of November. Battleground comes out the following week from SBV Steam Hammer. So lots of stuff going on with uh, Molly Hatchet, and we look very much forward to seeing new music for them um, and wishing them continued health. You know, it's been kind of a tough run as we kind of talked about in the interview with the band I've had a lot of members that have passed away and it's been a tough 2019 for music in general lost some real greats in the year of 2019 so we wish them many blessings and success and health in the new year so I want to invite you to check our website at ironcityrocks.com you can email us at ironcityrocks at gmail.com for your uh, thoughts on you know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, people, you know we we might have missed like uh, hey dummies, you guys have never had Molly Hatchet on the show, you know let us know, and also uh, you can visit on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Snapchat. We are Iron City Rocks, no spaces, no dashes, anything like that. So check us out, and until next time, we want to thank you so much for listening.